What's up, nerd geeks and gamers alike? It's your boy, Nerdy Nick, back with best friend Josh. What's up? For another episode of the N Squared Podcast. So, we didn't record for a week. Fucking sue us. <laughs> <laughs> but we're back, we're doing it, and um, we're, we're here. <laughs> so, we're coming yeah. to you guys. <laughs> From March 19th, 2023, recording at 5.54 p.m., which, as Josh just pointed out, might be the earliest we've ever recorded the show. <laughs> I think it might be. We might have done one at, like, maybe three or something before. I'd have to go and look back, but... That's if you even, like, said that we were recording at that time. Well, the files will tell me when they were um, True. uploaded. True. Oh, man. So, what's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> it's reversed today. Crisscross. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, most man. Just uh, had a really fucking long week at work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We were pretty much playing catch up because it was just me and uh, my coworker, Ryan. Hey, what did Father Tomato say to the little tomato? Ketchup? I don't know. Yeah. Ketchup. <laughs> that was lame. Didn't. <laughs> but yeah, no, we were just playing catch up and it was fucking insane. We just had so much work going on. That's part of the reason why we, you know, had such a long time without recording again because I was just too exhausted throughout the week to even like do anything. Yeah. And, and also. Yeah, we'll get to my shit in a little bit here. Yeah. Um, have you played anything this week? Been been playing the uh, new expansion for uh, Destiny. Yeah. We finally beat it, and holy shit, that final boss for that uh, story on legendary mode. Like the boss itself is not that hard. It's just the entire encounter overall is really difficult. Pretty fun though. Is it because it's like very time consuming or what? Well, it's not time consuming. I mean, we took like two hours just on the boss fight alone to beat mm-hmm. it. But it's all right. So you have the main boss firing at you, at, you know, while there's little enemies popping up everywhere. Okay. And then there's uh, champions, which champions aren't, you know, mini bosses per se, but they kind of act like mini bosses. Okay. So but, they're, they're kind of like the. Um... Got the Marauders from like Doom Eternal. Yeah. Okay. Kind of like that. Yeah. And then you have mini bosses appearing at the same time. <laughs> well, there's only two that pop up, but they pop up, you know, at in inopportune times. Mm-hmm. And if you focus too much on the boss, and you get hit because they pop up during uh, certain points of his health, if you just focus on him, try to kill him. They both pop up. So you gotta worry about the mini bosses, the enemies, the yeah. boss. There's it's on a on platform sort of, so you know. Okay. You know, you can fall off and die. Yeah. Yeah. So how many of you guys were there? Um, three of us. So you can only you can play the story either solo or up to three people. Okay. And with three of us, it took us two hours. Yeah, I wonder if it's kind of like uh, other games. So, like, for example, like Streets of Rage. 
-huh. It's a lot easier to play by yourself. But then when you have a, an additional player, the game amps up difficulty. Yes. So I'm assuming it's probably like that for three yeah. people. So they, yeah, they, not only do they amp up the difficulty though, but the thing is like it's actually easier with more people, or at least for us because probably like crowd control wise. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can have one or two guys focusing on like the meat focusing. Bosses. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you know I can't talk properly. <laughs> hip hip hop hip hip hop this. Why don't you give him all the easy words? But yeah, no, no. you have one or two. You know, focusing, mm -hmm. you know, set it yeah. properly. <laughs> yep. On, you know, crowd control, like you said, and the other one focusing on the bosses or mini bosses. Gotcha. But we died so many fucking times. So now that you beat it, are you going to, do you have anything else? Well, there's plenty to do. Well, I'm saying like other games. Like, are you going to, are you still just going to kind of spend a bunch of time playing Destiny 2 online? Or are you going to do you have oh. anything else that's... Well, we're, I'm probably still going to be on Destiny 2 for a while because we still have the dungeons that we got to get to because we've, we haven't, we've only touched like two of them. Mm -hmm. uh, we got got to do dungeons, got to do raids, mm -hmm. which raids can take upwards to like five hours if you don't know what you're doing. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So for me... <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, there's still a lot of shit we gotta unlock. Right. You know, a lot of things we can't do. So, and it's an MMO. You know, so there's a lot you can do solo and with friends. Mm -hmm. You know, and one of the fun things is uh, challenging yourself to do things solo that's supposed to be done, you know, as a group. Right. But uh yeah. So. Um, oh, you gotta bear with me here, people. Uh, trying to make sure the computer doesn't go to sleep <laughs> while we were recording, like last time. Um, so anything else you've been up to? Other than that, not really much, you know, other than working fucking on call this week, so I can't do anything. That's a lot of fun. I know. It's annoying when you're out and about having fun and then you get a call about something stupid yeah like just yesterday i have a weird smell coming from my apartment i can't do anything about that <laughs> <laughs> like is there someone dead no i smell like acetone supposedly like, what do you want me to do about that go there and tell it to go away like shoot shoot right <laughs> So I wonder if I set it on that monitor, if it's going to be the same for this monitor. Probably, yeah, because it's one system. Okay, anyways. Well, that's that's for me. What about you? Yeah, so this week was yeah, pretty fucking crazy. So Brittany got a sinus and ear infection. Which was fantastic. Um, also went to the hospital for excruciating lower abdominal pain. It turned out to be a. I don't know if she wants me to say it or not. Probably best if you don't. Yeah, it's just a like a common lady thing. 
Yeah. Um, and that took out like a whole night. Like we're at the hospital for probably like almost six hours, you know, and it was just a, a fun time with that. And then, gosh, I had like three really big drywall jobs this week too. So there wasn't a whole lot of time to really play a whole lot of anything or do a whole lot of anything other than fucking come home, eat dinner, go to bed. Yeah. You know, oh God, dude. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then Friday, Brittany, she must've done something horribly wrong to somebody lately <laughs> because she's just had like the worst luck. And then she got like a flat tire on Friday. So I had to go, you know, do, do all that stuff. And your, your husband duties. Yeah. Duties. My priestly duties. <laughs> that jeeps for the orphans. I've had diarrheas since Easter's. Hey, you gotta say it like it though. Like I've had diarrhea since Easter's. <laughs> I'm like that, dude. <laughs> but uh, anyways, yeah. So this week's just kind of been a fuck, uh, fucked week. You know, I'm like blessed to be alive and all that shit. You know, like always happy. Uh, despite circumstances, but it was just horrible. I was supposed to start a new podcast on Tuesday, um, you know, and that didn't happen. So it's going to start this upcoming Tuesday. Um, I don't know if he wants me to say it or not. I'll just keep it hush hush for now because I don't know <laughs> if the. Uh, Is it the one you were telling me about? Last yeah. Time? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If yeah. the originator doesn't want me to say anything or not, I don't remember. So we'll keep it hush hush. Um, but yeah, so I've been, I, I, I did start playing, um, Sonic Frontiers. Ooh, how is that one? So it's interesting because it is obviously open world, Yeah. but it's also kind of linear. Like the game will tell you like, Hey, you should go here or Hey, your objective is over here or no. whatever. So I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, I started playing it at the hospital. And I feel like I did myself a disservice by doing that because I was kind of like half paying attention to uh, the story beats and all that. So, yeah, I don't know, but I'm, all, I'm already like two hours into the game. Oh, for an open world, that's not much. I know, but it's not like a Breath of the Wild open world game. It's not going to take me like like 60 hours to beat. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, man, do I want to restart again? Because, <laughs> like, I've already beaten one of the, like, Titans or whatever. So I'm like, I don't know, man. Um, but it's pretty fun. There's – I like my games, like, my platformery type of games to be, like, very fucking simple, right? Yeah. And this game has more – has probably just about the same amount of control prompts that like wwe 2k 22 has Ooh. like tons of fucking combination configurations and shit to remember and i'm like damn dude this feels like i'm fucking memorizing combos on like tekken <laughs> you know and it's a sonic game yeah literally I, just go like, fast yeah go fast to be honest with you, i don't even know how to turn into a speedball really yeah i know how to like uh press my boost and run super fast but I don't know how to drop down and, and do the spin dash. 
I, mean, I hope it's not one of those things where you got to learn that move. There is a skill tree and stuff, but I, I don't think they would hide that behind the skill tree because the skill tree stuff is more of like unlocking a crazy fucking combo when you're, you know, attacking or whatever, stuff yeah. like that. Um, hand, I've been playing it strictly on handheld mode and the graphics are kind of like... Uh, you can tell they take a hit. So I want to see what it's like on the TV. Yeah. It's like, for instance, there's like this fishing mini game that you can do. Um, it's like with... the most common oh, yeah. open world thing. Yeah. But it's funny because you don't just catch fish. You can also catch like these very rare scrolls. What? Yeah. <laughs> and treasure chests, you know, that contain shit. <laughs> Excuse me. Um but for instance the water and sky kind of like cut in and out in like, like it's buggy like the sky's reflection on the water will like yeah like cut in and out oh that's weird yeah huh so i don't know if that's just on the switch because this game is also for the xbox series x and ps5 oh yeah i forgot about that yeah so I don't know if it was just like they did a horrible job, not horrible, a bad porting job, or no. oh. if it's just restricted to handheld or whatever. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah. So I don't want to like completely diss on it because of that. But it's pretty fun. I enjoy it. I play it for like 20 minutes at a time or whatever, you know. Yeah. I'll get from one point to one point and then put it down. Because with me... I probably wouldn't put it down until I got like, I don't feel like fucking playing this anymore. <laughs> um, you do have to like do like certain tasks or things to unlock the map. Yeah, so that's very common. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of annoying because some of the ways to unlock the map you would never fucking think of doing. Like what? Um, so it's normally like, well, from what I've encountered, there are some things that are puzzle-based. Uh-huh. And you'll, like, step on a platform, and then you already lose the you already like lose the puzzle. So then you got to restart it. And you're like, well, how do I... What do I fucking do? Oh, that doesn't... It doesn't, like, even give you a hint. No, 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 no. Because oh, you'll see these, like, flagpole things, and you're told if you do whatever you need to do to unlock that flagpole, then that'll open up that area of the map on your map screen yeah so i'm like eh, fuck this i'm just gonna play this game without the map <laughs> i don't i don't need it well how are you gonna fast travel well can you fast travel you can but i it's fast traveling to people ah. yeah so again it's like eh, fuck it man <laughs> what do you mean fast travel you're playing a sonic that's fast travel i know right <laughs> it is it's, it's pretty cool though because there's like rails floating in the in the fucking sky and stuff and around the island that you can just like jump on and like sonic skate oh yeah on them and do like little loop-de-loops and shit and whatever so it's pretty cool there's just a lot to that game that i'm just like dude this is like too much for a sonic game (laughs) but it's it's cool though i have like a love-hate relationship with it i've also started playing uh saturday night slam masters as you saw earlier yeah on the uh, Super Nintendo, good old game of mine that I've always wanted. Finally got it, started playing it. 
I feel like even though it's a very limited move set and everything, I'm not utilizing all of it yet. Yeah, because I tried it out, you know, yeah. two matches, and it feels like you can do a lot more, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's really hard to figure out how to do it. Yeah, because I even like had the manual for it too, and I was, God damn it, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking in the manual, and the manual was kind of like, it was very vague. Yeah. You know? It's like, press this and this, and shake the controller. I was like, what? Yeah, I I, I really don't know about that whole shake the controller back and yeah. forth thing. Because it says, like, when you're doing reversals and trying to uh, avoid getting pinned, to press all three buttons, so attack, jump and pin and then shake the controller forward and backward yeah that doesn't make sense so here i'm gonna look up right now uh does super nintendo controllers have uh what would you say like a movement tracking motion motion tracking not Super Nintendo. I mean, for the Switch. Right. How does motion control work in video games? Oh, man. Wow. Yeah, there's like nothing on on that. Yeah. How, let's Google, like, the actual game itself. <sighs> that was so fucking loud. I almost punched you right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you pulling it up on your phone? What was the name of the game again? <laughs> Saturday Night Slam Masters. Saturday Night Slam Masters. I mean, the game's really cool, too. For those of you who don't know it, it's a it's a pro wrestling game made by Capcom. And it has... Obviously, you can, you can fight in the ring. But it's not just on a 2D plane like Street Fighter is. You can, like, you have all range throughout the ring and then you can jump out of the ring too and use weapons which is pretty cool sometimes they're there sometimes they're not but it's got um what's really cool is it's got mike haggard in it from final fight so it's based before he became mayor in final fight and it's also got um gunlock i think is his name and he i believe is um guile's brother from street fighter and then there's also another character. Uh, shoot, what was the dude's name that, that you played as? Uh, Great? Grater? Was that it? Because I played as Biff and Grater. Biff. Biff. So Biff is trained by Zangief, and Zangief is mentioned in, in the game. So it's really cool. It's It almost feels like if this was a modern-day game that came out, yeah. <laughs> they would add Zangief as a DLC character. <laughs> It's really fun. I really like enjoy the game and everything. It's just the controls from what the the fucking the manual says. It kind of doesn't translate over to actual um, practicality that way. Yeah. And I mean, that's okay. It is what it is. I still enjoy the game either way. But I, I do wish there was like a block button or like an easier way to kind of reverse because... I haven't been able to get out of a, like a, a move yet. 
Yeah. Because I, I follow the prompts and everything, but it doesn't it doesn't change anything about it. Well, there, okay, so there's wall running, shoulder block. A went close, clothesline. A went away, flying clothesline. J then A went close, falling drop kick. J then A went away. So jump. Yeah. So are you? What are you looking up? Like a control list? Well, yeah, it's um. Like a move list and guide. Oh, okay. What website's that from? Uh, game Gamefacts. Okay. So we'll try that out later on. But yeah, that's that's pretty much what I've been playing. Um, I don't see any reversal though. What the heck? Like, I know I can get out of a pin as long as the health bar is still full. Yeah. That's what I do like about the game is when your health bar is depleted, or your energy bar, rather, mm. you can't kick out of a pin. And it makes sense. It just, it, it's really unfortunate when it happens, because there are some characters in that game that are OP, and it happens really quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't see anything else on this. It's literally going through, like, each character's, like, move style. And gotcha. All Oh, one other thing I do like too is like the you're actually able to run from one end of the ring, bounce on the ropes, and then run towards the other end of the ring. I thought that was really cool because that just adds more of a difference between like a Street Fighter versus what this game is actually a pro wrestling game. Yeah, and you can get on the. Uh, the oh yeah, you can get on the, the post. Yeah, the ring post and yeah. stuff. Um, it is really fun. It's just. I feel like the level of difficulty spikes after your first opponent, like oh, a hard yeah. spike. Cause I beat that dude almost, I think I took like one hit. And then yeah. the next guy, I fucking wrestled him like four or five times before I beat him. Yeah. And then the next guy was like, you can't <laughs> that seven foot nine dude. Um, Titan, I think his name was or something. Yeah. Yeah. And then for all you pro wrestling fans out there, there's a character in the game um, that's based on Big Van Vader. I f forgot his name. What was? Uh, was it Grader? Grader. Yeah, it was Grader. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He walks out with like the the big old um, metal mask, the shoulder pad thing. He he's got the same haircut as Vader and body type and everything. It's really cool. Um, so yeah, we'll be right back. And we're back. So, first things first. It's not a topic, but maybe it kind of is, I guess. I don't know. We've got another soda taste testing for the podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Okay. Anyways. Oh, fuck. That sucked. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that, you know, quench that, you know, thirst. Yeah. So, anyways, the first soda we did was the Flaming Hot Mountain Dew. Okay. I think that kind of like striked everyone's interest, you know, like, oh, what does it taste like? Yeah. When I look, when I think back about it, and my taste buds can still taste it when I think about it, I didn't like it. <laughs> I was not a fan. Yeah, me neither. That's going to be a no for me, dog. But it was definitely something that I don't regret trying. 
I had diarrhea since Easter. <laughs> no, it wasn't that bad. I just didn't. I, I just didn't like it. It wasn't something that I would find like uh, refreshing. Oh, definitely not. Yeah, but it was. It's no Baja Blast. <laughs> Baja Blast is fucking amazing. Speaking of speaking of Mountain Dew, there's this um, dude I follow, uh, Michael Hamlet. He's part of the What Culture uh, Wrestling uh, YouTube channel and all that shit. Yeah. He is like obsessed with Mountain Dew now since Mountain Dew Pitch Black came out. Oh, really? And yeah, sometimes like American people will send him like different flavors that we have here that they don't there, yeah. which I still find wild. I don't know why we're doing that in 2023. Like, well, I mean, there's other countries that have flavors that we don't have. But that's what I'm saying is like, why? I don't know either. Although well, there's one I'm glad we don't have and i'm not trying to be mean or anything but so like you know about coca-cola world right yeah there at the end of the tour Mm -hmm. you can try different cokes that they have around the world yeah the indian cokes are the worst fucking tasting sodas you will ever try yeah they are absolutely disgusting yeah. I am glad they don't sell that here. <laughs> true, true. But that's a that's a variant of Coke, right? Yeah. Yeah. So but what I'm saying is like the different flavors oh, well, aside I mean, from. Well, I mean it's like Coke flavored, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he had uh like a it was like a fruit pie or a fruit cake flavored, which was just like a fruit punch flavored one. Okay. And then god damn it, there was another one. That I don't remember off the top of my head that he had. But I was like, man, fucking British people. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Tony! <laughs> hey, we know what Tony is. That's why I said it. <laughs> and he's British. <laughs> it just worked out perfectly. Yeah. Um, so today, we have in front of us a bottle of uh, it's Pepsi. It's a 2023 limited edition Pepsi peeps flavor becky's peeps what nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> <My lasagna. laughs> so it says here artificial marshmallow flavored pepsi i saw it at the grocery store and i was like looks interesting yeah I'll try it for the podcast so without further ado let's try the pepsi Little bit of the bubbly, as Chris Jericho would say. You sound more like the uh, janitor from uh... Scruffy. Yeah, Scruffy. I already knew it. <laughs> yeah. All right, you're going first. Scruffy don't like Pepsi. God. <laughs> All right. Oh, that smells like fucking dirty diaper. <laughs> what? Let me see. Fucking smell that. A little bit, but it smells more like Pepsi than it does dirty diaper. Well, maybe I just don't like fucking Pepsi. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I smell like pee-pee diaper. <laughs> it smells like pee-pee diaper, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you. Whew, okay, here we go. Hey, I don't want to. Just think about it. You're drinking pee-pee diaper. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. All right, ready? Ready? 
What are your thoughts? Hold on. <laughs> That's not a good sign. All right, you go ahead. I'm not telling you. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's because then it's going to give you a bias. I need my beer. I mean, oh, God. Uh, Tell us your thoughts. <laughs> has a very strong peach aftertaste. Yeah, the aftertaste is yeah. super strong. That's why I let it kind of like, I, I swished it around because. At first, I just tasted Pepsi. Yeah, that's what I tasted. And like even right now, I feel like it's just uh, like latched onto my tongue. Yeah, I don't like it's 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 unwelcomed. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. It's like way too yeah. strong. The aftertaste. And I don't feel like I had a peep. You know what I mean? I feel like I just have like ghost peep. I don't know how to put it. Ghost peep. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. <clears throat> it's like the ghost of uh, Peep Miss Past was lingering around. Yeah. It's it's a very fucking fucky flavor, and I don't like it. I I fucking knew I wasn't going to like it. And you still got it. But it's content. <laughs> you got to do it for the lulls, man. Like the all right. So it tastes. God, it's still in my mouth. What the fuck? Yeah. It's like, it's it's not going away. So. I've had two sips of beer already and hit the vape. And I still <laughs> fucking taste it. So the initial hit is straight Pepsi. There is no, like, if, and, or buts. It's straight Pepsi. Yeah. You hold it in your mouth for a second. It's still Pepsi. Yeah. But the moment you swallow that drink. Pepsi man! I don't know why I just remembered that. All right. <laughs> that game. All right, go ahead. It's straight peep. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no Pepsi aftertaste. It's straight peep. Yeah. But, like, peep's retarded cousin straight peep. Like, it tastes like peeps, but at the same time, it doesn't. Yeah, like, you know when you get the pack of peeps, there's always that one peep that has, like, a fucking crooked head. <laughs> and it's kind of deflated. That's the peep that you're tasting. <laughs> <laughs> that's it i could not have put that better myself yeah. oh my god yeah. it's like it's always the ones where you're like i don't want this pack yeah. and then you're like fuck i don't even want peeps what am i doing yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um you ever put peeps in the microwave dude no why because they fucking balloon up like crazy <laughs> It's an archipelago. Yeah, I know. It's, it's just funny because it's not supposed to do that. It's supposed I know. to be this cute little bird. <laughs> I so I didn't I, I didn't hate it, but I definitely didn't like it. Yeah, it, it wore out its welcome real fucking quick with me. Because after I realized it's an aftertaste thing and not a flavor thing, yeah, I was like, oh no, nope, don't like it because this is just gonna fucking hang around a lot more than I want it to. Yeah. See, the Mountain Dew, the the flaming hot Mountain Dew, was not an aftertaste thing. It was an actual flavor. Yeah. It was an actual flavor, and I think <clears throat> I like that better than than this one. Yeah. Even though the other one made me like wonder, am I gonna have the shits? <laughs> I like that one better. 
Because you, you can actually taste it. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't need another reason not to drink Pepsi. Dude, get so much sugars in this thing. Like 100 milligrams? No. No. It's, it's got 69 grams. Um, so it says total sugars, 69 <laughs> grams. Then under that, it says includes 69 added sugars, which is 138% of your daily value. Dude, I, I said 100 milligrams, so that's way more than I fucking guessed. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's 63 milligrams of caffeine in this. I just, I, I don't know why people would want this other than just for the fucking blows. Yeah, I don't see anyone. I'm sure it'll sell. I mean, peeps sell. Nobody yeah. really likes peeps, but they do. Yeah, like I've never enjoyed eating a peep. Never. Yeah, no. No. Yeah, I just. Why? Like, why, do, why do we buy peeps? Because they're cute to look at in the Easter basket. That's why. <laughs> yeah. No, not a fan. Nope. Yeah. Final score is a zero out of ten for me. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Like for one, it's a Pepsi. No. Yeah. Not hot Coca-Cola. Dude, you know, for me, <laughs> Pepsi really started to fucking fall off the second they uh, discontinued Pepsi Blue. <laughs> that was my fucking shit, dude. I loved Pepsi Blue. Did you ever have it? Actually, I don't remember if I did. I don't think I did. The Pepsi? Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. I know what it looks like, yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to hold on. Uh, Pepsi Blue. Didn't they also have a crystal Pepsi or something like that? Uh, yeah, yeah, that was uh, it started in the eighties, and then they brought it back for like a limited time. Yeah, yeah, I had a bottle. Uh, I don't know what happened to it. I never opened it though, but the bottle started to get like all misformed and everything because the carbonation started like going wonky in it. Yeah, yeah. So Pepsi Blue is a uh, berry flavored soft drink produced by PepsiCo. It was marketed as uh, Berry Cola Fusion and was sold from 2002 to 2004. Yeah, dude. This, the, the look was just like fucking iconic to me, man. It, looks, that... it looks cooler than like, like those blue Mountain Dews. Yeah. Wait a minute. They brought it back in 2021? What? When? I don't. I didn't see that. That's a bunch of bullshit, dude. <laughs> I'm blue, da ba dee, da ba dee. Oh, e. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Learn, learn to read, motherfucker. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I guess they brought it back in 2021. That's crazy because I never saw it in 2021. And Pepsi Blue is like my favorite soda aside from Surge. Huh. That sucks. But yeah, dude, Pepsi but... Blue and Taco Bell were like my. My my fucking go to back in the day. Well, now it's a uh, Baja Blast and Taco Bell. Oh my God! Get the fuck out of here on eBay right now. How much? There is a bottle of Pepsi Blue sealed <laughs> from 2004 for 120 fucking dollars. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! Someone's oh, oh my God! They're already trying to start selling the fucking the the, the fucking travesty we just had. <laughs> On, on fucking eBay here, it says Pepsi Peeps, 20-ounce bottle, two bottles, 
rare in all caps, $11.50. Don't waste your fucking money. Ooh, Crystal Pepsi. <laughs> yeah, that's the bottle I had. Dude, have you ever seen that one YouTuber, uh, uh, LA Beast? Yes. Did you ever see the episode where he drank the 1980s version of uh, Crystal Pepsi? I got better things to do with my time, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say he threw up a lot because he drank an Uber-expired soda. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look what <laughs> happened when I had that, like, ratchety beer that you brought over that one time. And I still feel bad about that. Dude, I threw up, like, oh, shut up, ESPN. Um, I threw up, like, almost immediately. <laughs> and it was just nasty carbonation, like, throw up. So I can I can only imagine like what what that guy was going through. Blame Safeway. I thought you got it at CBS. No, it was either a Safeway or a Fry's. Ah, okay. One of the two. Well, anyways, going on from one disappointing thing to another. Oh God. <laughs> uh, Loki. So we all watched Loki, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Disney Plus premium show. Well, season two is supposed to come out summer of this year. Okay. And now it's been changed to coming soon. Uh, why? Um, that's a good thing here. Uh, according to InsideTheMagic.net, um, while anticipation for the high, or while anticipation is high for the return of the Loki TV show, fans will seemingly have to wait even longer for the mo- more beloved anti-hero show. Uh, per re- per new reports and the change on the Disney Originals website, the release for the sophomore Loki season in summer of 2023 has been ditched, with only a coming soon in its place. I mean, it could be a good thing because they might be working on it to make it better. Or there could be some major issues. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering because... We're going to get into a little bit of Marvel um, timeline lore here. The The show Loki mm-hmm. has a different means of time and continuation and stuff, as far as from what I can tell, than the Avengers Endgame way of traveling through time. Because they used the Quantum Realm and all that shit. Yeah. Loki used specifically the Tesseract and then the TVA used something completely different. They used those like yellow window door things. Oh yeah, they didn't really explain what that was. Yeah, they never I mean, I know Ant-Man uh, 3 or whatever, Ant-Man and the Wasp deals with um, the Quantum Realm because obviously it's called Quantumania. And then also... uh, Another version of Kang is the villain in that movie. Okay. And they're setting up, you know, like a bunch of Kangs um, going forward, you know. Yeah. Uh, the next Avengers movie is called the Kang Dynasty. So that's where they're going. Um, but uh, I don't know. I kind of feel like Marvel kind of put themselves in a corner. If this is all to be like right, right? Like say for example, I'm right with like all well, time your your time situation seems kind of fucked, bro. Yeah. Like what clock are you using? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I I, I don't know. I kind of think that they might have put themselves in a bad spot 
and now they're going to have to kind of like maybe retcon a couple of things or maybe just forcibly change the way they say stuff in shows or movies to make it all kind of cohesive. Yeah. Um, I know you guys were like pretty big. I was like kind of the outlier. I didn't really care for Loki. I, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I really liked it. But it's been so long, I've kind of like that, that that spark for it kind of died out. Yeah. Well, what was it? It came out two years ago? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, 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 even when we were watching it, dude, it really didn't do anything for me. I was just like, the, the show just kind of, to me, it seemed like self-indulgent in itself. And it was like super fucking slow. For me, it didn't feel like much of anything was happening. And I was calling shit while we were watching the show, like, left and right. <laughs> and eventually, when it led to the female Loki, I was like, told you. Yeah. You know, so it was kind of, like, predictable in a sense. Um, so they've also done the same thing to What If. They moved it from its release date of sometime this year. I can't remember when. But they also put Coming Soon under it. And that's a big bummer for me because I really liked What If Season 1 because it was an animated version of, well, uh, what if the Avengers were zombies? Yeah. You know, or what if uh, Peggy Carter got the Captain America Super Soldier Venom and, or not Venom, uh, Serum, and Steve Rogers did it. Yeah. You know. Dude, that fucking peeps taste is like still in my mouth. I know I'm. I've hit the vape a few times and it's still in my mouth too. Yeah, this rolling rock isn't really taking it away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was a. Uh, I don't know. I feel like a lot of fangirls are just gonna be really upset. I think because that's kind of like what Loki services too. To be honest, everyone's like fawning over Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. You know, and on, quite frankly, dude, I'm. <sighs> kind of grown tired of the character. Of Loki? Yeah, because he keeps dying and coming back, dying, coming back. And I'm like, bro, just fucking stay dead. <laughs> you, like, you don't push anything forward. Yeah. He was a vehicle for Thanos, and that was it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, yeah, you're right. Because, like, right after Thanos, like, what does he have? Yeah. Because um, he led the invasion for Thanos. In the first Avengers movie. Yeah. And then after that, he was beat and then just kind of like bugged Thor and, you know. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, he really didn't drive the story forward at all. I mean, the show set up um, uh, Kane, Mm -hmm. but that's all it really did. Yeah. He didn't set up anything forward for Loki himself. Yeah, not really. I don't remember. No, I remember how it ended, and it ended with um, because Sylvie killed Kang, or I'm sorry, the He Who Remains, because that's what he was called in that one, that version of him. Yeah. Um, rewrote fucking time or whatever, and so when he went back to the TBA base, there was like a big old statue of Kang, and Nobody was the same. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I haven't I haven't gone to see Ant Man. For me, Ant Man isn't like a must see movie. 
even when they're introducing a new villain like this, yeah, I was kind of like, nah, I don't really care. <laughs> you know, although I was really, um, before like all the leaks came out for the movie after it came, after it premiered, I was kind of wondering and interested to see what MODOK would look like. I don't know if you know who MODOK is. I've definitely heard the name. I don't remember. So it's like a big ass head sitting in a floating chair with little arms and legs. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, they, they, uh, the internet has been ripping him a new one. Yeah. I mean, how do you make that look good to begin with? Well, first of all, MODOK has hair. They chose a bald guy. Yeah. Well, so then you know, because you've seen it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he was Yellow Jacket in. The first ant-man movie oh so he was the bad guy and and yeah so at the end of ant-man he like tried to go i forgot what they call it basically like he become like super 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 small or something like that yeah and he ended up folding into himself and then sending himself to the fucking quantum realm or yeah the quantum quantum realm did i say that right yeah i think so yeah yeah so then he became Modoc somehow. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. But um, there's a lot of movies that have actually come out that I've been wanting to see that I'm just like, I don't know. What what like it's hard to pick. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's like Brittany really wants to see Cocaine Bear. Oh, I want to see that one too. And I want to see it too. And then um, like John Wick is coming out this upcoming Friday. Really? Yeah, I'm kind of bummed because we have Evelyn, and I'm like, well, I can't take Evelyn to see that. You no, know? All right. And then um, Dungeons and Dragons uh, is coming out next next Friday. I want to see that because I think it looks cool. It might not be a fucking Oscar-winning movie or anything like that, <laughs> but it does look really fucking cool, and it looks like it's very true to like story, in-game stuff. I, yeah. Yeah. That one's going to be an interesting one. I, I didn't even know... Because uh, I remember they announced the Dungeons & Dragons a while ago. Mm-hmm. But I haven't heard anything of it since since then. So. Yeah, no, it looks really good. Um, it's got like Chris uh, Chris Pine, uh, Hugh Grant, um, which is like a very like strange name to be put into that movie. <laughs> you know, he's like a romantic British actor. Yeah. Um, Michelle Rodriguez is in it. Really? Yeah, I think she plays like a barbarian class type. Honestly, that kind of fits. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and a couple other people. I can't remember off the top of my head. But I was even like, Chris, Chris Pine? Like, Star Trek Chris Pine? <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, well, cool. So, And it doesn't look like a cheap, like, God... Like, like Monster Hunter. Oh yeah. Like it doesn't look like anywhere near like that. Like, like this movie actually looks like it's trying to do its own thing, and they put a lot of money into it. Yeah. And it looks comical. You know, it looks uh, very fantasy sci-fi. You know, not sci-fi, just very heavily leaning into the the fantasy of all of it. Um, God. Like, I know I didn't, I didn't watch Monster Hunter, but I saw a lot of clips of it. That looked like a train wreck. Yeah, I, I feel I kind of feel bad for Mila Jovovich because anything that she's in, you kind of know uh, 
It doesn't have like a stamp of quality. I mean, the last time that she really had a really good movie that she was in was fucking uh, Fifth Element. Bro, Zoolander. She was in there? Yeah. Really? Oh, got think of banana. <laughs> Holy shit, I didn't know that. Yeah. I'll yeah. Have to read, I'll have to read she was, um, what was Will Ferrell's character? Uh, it started with an M. Mm. God, it's been a long time since I've seen the movie. Modu? No. But granted, when you think about it, though, those movies were great, not because she was in there, but because they had, like, Will Ferrell for... Well, like, yeah, I know. I'm just being and, stupid. Oh, uh, what's his name? Um, Mugatu. Ben, Mugatu. Yeah. <laughs> and Ben Stiller. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Owen Wilson in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was Hansel. And then in Fifth Element, it was a Bruce Willis movie, so, you know, his movies are always freaking great. Right, yeah. Katinka. Which, by the way, did you know uh, Bruce Willis has a form of dementia or something like that? Schizophrenia? Yeah, yeah, it's because of his, uh, whatever Jada Pinkett Smith has. As, uh... Alopecia? Yeah, he's got, like, a variation of that. Oh, really? Yeah. So, yeah, he's doing pretty rough. Yeah, poor guy. Yeah. All right. <sighs> Like, that does suck, but at the same time, like, the reason why he wasn't in Expendables 3 was because he wanted, like, $3 million a day. What? And I'm like, bro, you're making a movie with your friends. Yeah. Don't be that guy. Yeah. So that's why they, they put Harrison Ford in for that, like, uh, liaison kind of role. Wow. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, man, like. I just feel bad for Mila Jovovich. Uh, she's not a bad actor at all, or actress. No, she just has like a really, sh- like her husband's a really shitty director, and he puts her in everything he does. Uh, kind of like Rob Zombie and Sherry Moon. Yeah. You know? Um, although her husband did direct the first Mortal Kombat movie. The one uh, with fucking. Um... God damn it. I forget. It's been so long. I don't remember the names. But like the original one. Yeah, like the first one in the 90s. Really? Yeah. And then he did Event Horizon, which is like a crazy fucking uh, sci-fi horror movie. That what had... the fuck happened? He did... Those are uh, great movies. I, I think it was kind of like a... Freak accident? <laughs> yeah, like every clock is right, you know, like twice a day kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Movies. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's wild thinking about that. Cause like the first uh Mortal Kombat was like that was my childhood, dude. That fucking movie was like if you watch it now, you'd be like, Oh, this is horrible because you know, it just it looks horrible. It I don't was... think it looks horrible. The the CG with reptile looks bad. That's about the only visual thing that looks bad. Even Goro looks fucking cool because once you realize it's an actor or a, like a, a puppet kind of combo thing, yeah, like, holy shit, that's impressive. Oh yeah. Oh man, I still remember when fucking uh, Scorpion removes his fucking mask and he's a skull. Yeah, oh. he's like a physical skeleton and <laughs> breathes the fire. Oh, that movie was great. Yeah, it was really cool. So, anyways, we'll be right back after this. 
All right, and we're back. So keeping it on the movie train, something very interesting came across uh, my news feed the other day. The other day? The other day. All you Letterkenny fans out there. <laughs> um, do you remember hearing about the faces of death? Yeah. Okay. So it had, for those of you who don't know, it was a uh, like a smut kind of movie that had a lot of human and animal death in it. Like real. So that's actually where you're wrong. Really? Really. It was heavily advertised and, and uh, misconstrued through word of mouth that all the deaths in this um, kind of like compilation movie were real. I know some. Well, I know some of them were. Some, yes, oh, but okay. not all. Oh, and okay. This was a movie that you could actually rent from Blockbuster, Hollywood Video, and so on. If it was real smut, underground uh, mutilation porn or whatever, it wouldn't be available at all for the general public. Oh wow! Yeah, so kind of like myth, MythBusters, kind of. Fucking ruin your cool dark childhood theory, right? <laughs> yeah, kind of. It kind of, you know, put my dick in the dirt too. But I was kind of relieved at the same time. Yeah, you know. So, coming to us from Entertainment Weekly, everything to know about the infamous movie Faces of Death before its remake comes out. Oh. <sighs> Why? Why is there a remake? No idea. Like, I don't understand. Like, I only watch, honestly, I only watch parts of it because of curiosity. But I never understood why people, like, crave that kind of quote-unquote entertainment. But especially with the fact that, you know, people were saying it was real. Like, people were like, oh my god, I have to watch it because it's real. Right. It's like, why would, why would you be into that? Yeah. So, for the director here, I believe it says, uh, one day several Japanese executives came to us and asked if we could make a documentary about death. Schwartz recalled in a 2013 essay for C Cine Excess. Uh, they wanted us to capture the horror of extinction and the more macabre, and the more macabre, the better. After the meeting, the owner's son came up to us with the title, and I came up with the concept. The story of a pathologist who, over time, has compiled a library of death. The movie would simply chronicle his experiences. Schwartz cast an actor named Michael Carr as a supposed pathologist who introduced viewers to the movie's often jaw-droppingly grotesque visuals which mixed documentary footage from film libraries with material the director staged himself. For a sequence in which diners kill a monkey and eat its brains, Schwartz shot a live monkey and then used cauliflower to represent um, the animal's gray matter. To this day, this is one of the segments that people swear is real. Honestly, though, when you think about it, so they this did. was about like the old faces. Of yeah, them. yeah. They did a damn good job at making you think, making you think it was real. Fuck. Yeah. So, 
I don't know a whole lot about like what uh, Faces of Let's see Faces of Death remake. Well, that's the thing I just pulled up. Uh, let's see what the Hollywood Reporter has to say on it. So that guy was in the <clears throat> his name's Decray Montgomery. There it is. Yeah, he was the Red Ranger in the. 2017 reboot for Power Rangers, I believe. The movie. And then he was also lately in Stranger Things. Wait, wait. Was the reboot really in 2017? I think so, yeah. God, it feels like it was in the 2020s. Jeez. Yeah. Time flies. I don't know who his other co-stars are. Is Barbie uh, Ferreria? Ferreira? I don't know. Yeah. Um, She's in Euphoria. And, uh, yeah, I know that's a popular show. I've never seen it before, though, but, uh, la, 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 la. um, I don't know. It doesn't really say here yet. The filmmakers are hoping to recreate the madness via a 21st century lens. Faces of Death was the first viral videotapes was one of the first viral videotapes, and we are so lucky to be able to use it as a jumping-off point for this exploration of cycles of violence and the way they perpetrate themselves online. So I guess it's... I mean, obviously, it's probably going to center around these two. Um, and I don't know. There's, like, no fucking detail plot or anything here. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, who knows? Um, I think it's kind of just probably going to be like a, maybe like a haunted videotape kind of thing. I would hope not, but who knows? Yeah. And I kind of think too, it's like, how do you fucking, how do you do that? It's like, re- and they did it. And I haven't seen it yet, and I know I should because I heard it was actually really good. But it's like remaking the Blair Witch Project and hoping yeah. for the viralness of it. Yeah. Because that movie came and went. The remake, yeah. I heard it was really good. And I heard the game was really good too. But it came and went. There's no way people were going to fall for the, this is real life footage. Or this yeah. is real forgotten footage. You know, whatever. Yeah. Um, real found footage. There we go. Yeah. And the faces of death, like people thought, I mean, again, right now, I just told you like that. One of the most popular scenes is cauliflower. Oh, yeah. You know, so, I mean, it's easy to do that, too. You get a cauliflower bunch, chop it in half, all the stems and everything, looks like brain. True. Yeah, it's very true. And you just add, like, you know, blood or fake blood and all that. Yeah. Food coloring. A little chonker. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, we'll let it. It's one of those things where, like, do you let it play out and see how it goes, or are you just like not interested at all? Me personally, not interested at all. Yeah, same. But also on top of that, it just shows that it they can't come up, come up with anything new. They're riding on the coattails of past success. Well, and they literally said in this article that we just read from the Hollywood Reporter that they're grateful to use it as a jumping off. Point. Yeah, so, so it's like it's a stepping. It's a it's a pre. You're walking on a trail that someone has been walking on for years and years, and you're like, ooh, look at this trail I found. Yeah. Like, no, and, like, I get it if you use something like that as a 
you know, a reference point or, you know, inspiration. Mm -hmm. But to blatantly be like, all right, it's basically a remake. We hope it's as popular as the original. It's like, that's never going to happen. Yeah, man. I don't know. I think it's pretty stupid in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And also, too, it's like, it's fucking, it's like torture porn. Yeah. I I don't know. That's why, like, I, I never really got into the Saw movies. So I was like, what am I actually watching? Yeah. You know, like, yeah, there's like a cool, weird, intertwined story and all that shit. But at the same time, it's you're like, watching it to see people get brutally murdered. And of course, yeah, it's fake and everything. But it's 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 something more than that. Mm-hmm. It's like you, not you, but like people who are like diehard fans of the Saw franchise, right? Yeah. They're not in it because of, um, what's the villain's name? Uh, Jigsaw. Jigsaw. They're not in it because of the Jigsaw storyline or or the, the copycats or this or that. You're there for the fucking shock deaths and the gore. Dude, like one of them I cannot ever shake out of my mind is, I think it's from Saw 3. There's this guy on a crucifix. Mm-hmm. And it's mechanicalized. And it's the one where it starts twisting his limbs. And... Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't put that there. It's like, it's dun, dun, dun. Oh, yeah. Man, um, I put it lightly too. Yeah, I know it's different. It's probably just because this table's not as dense as the other one, so it's yeah. not absorbing more. Um. Anyways, yeah, like I can't ever get that one out of my mind. Yeah, no, that one was pretty fucking. Yeah, cool. and then also too, like the there's one where the girl is naked. Chained in a freezer and water sprays on her like every minute or something like that. So it's slowly freezing her to death. Yeah. Like, like and you think. Like people like, are into this shit. Yeah. And it's really like what, what you call smut films. Like, yeah. Torture porn is, is what it's really narrowed down to. And, and I'm just like, man, nah, that's. This is not for me. And then what does it say about people who like are really into it? And I'm not going to be one of those people who's like, not judging, you're into what you're into. Like, no, dude, there's actually something fucking clinically and mentally wrong if you love seeing that. I got no problem with like straight up horror movies where it's like fucking mm, like Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street or the Halloween franchises and stuff because... You have a killer, you have a motive, you have excess story. Yeah. And it's you don't watch those movies to see the kills. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Like it's creative. Like fucking Freddy Krueger is a guy in your dreams. And the ultimate quest is how to fucking kill something that lives in your dreams. Yep. So yeah, they can be a bit brutal and gorish, but like it's nowhere to the extreme. Of Saw. Extreme! Yeah. <laughs> to the extreme! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know, man. It's also just kind of like. Again, yeah, yeah, it's just fucking. Nah. Not for me. And the, the crazy part is that there's movies out there that are probably worse than Saw. That's just like the most mainstream. It's, it's crazy for me to think that's a thing. Yeah. So, uh. We'll stick it with uh, movie news for one more thing. Uh, hold on, I need to pull it up here. 
and it's kind of unfortunate, man. So, <laughs> fucking keeping it up with the bumming bum, bummer news here. We might have to have like, all right, and this isn't to make a joke, but almost every episode we've done this year, we've talked about somebody dying. And, and I know who you're talking about now. Yeah, and I feel like we have to have like an in memoriam like at the end of every year. I, I think it's just that's something that's been happening in recent years where a lot of big names have been unfortunately mm-hmm. passing away at the beginning of the year. Yeah, so Lance Reddick. Yep. Yeah, he is infamously known uh, for a lot of roles, but more specifically, like John Wick. Mm-hmm. You know, as the the bellhop, the uh, or no, what do you call it? No, Receptionist. Yeah. For the the hotel. Yep. And then he was also in a very shitty Resident Evil show on Netflix. As shitty as the show was, the show would not be watchable at all without him. Yeah, if they if they had like cast someone else, I'd be like, man, the show is just horrible. But yeah, he was literally the only reason I even watched that right so yeah to go over his resume you know because oh, he's done dude, a lot dude was in a lot and dude, he's even in uh he's a major character in destiny oh really yeah oh wow he's a a titan character named zavala hmm. he's like the leader basically of the light bearers as they're called in the game so it looks like he was in the ducktales reboot um, he was in the siege. Um, let's see here. I'm just looking at um, movies that you know are not popularly known. Yeah, yeah, Jonah Hex. That was like a DC flop, unfortunately. <laughs> he was in Godzilla versus King Kong. Um, yeah, yeah. He was in uh, Don't Say a Word. Also, White Man Can't Jump. Wait, it says 2023. May 19th, 2023. Today? Is there a remake? Wait, no, not today. Fucking. That's today. Oh, wait, May. Yeah, yeah, I know. So I guess he's in a remake for White Man Can't Jump. Uh, He was in the game Quantum Break. It was an Xbox exclusive. He was in the Castlevania animated. Yeah, on, on Netflix. Let's see. Yeah, which character? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna pull a Jamie and look that up. <laughs> I absolutely love that show. He was the cap. He did uh, several voices. Mm-hmm. So it says the captain and something else. Huh. I have to rewatch the show to see if I can catch it. Yeah, he was in Oz. Um, the Blacklist. Oh wait, yeah. Now to think about it, yeah, he was probably the uh, that um, Egyptian dude. I think that's one of the characters he was. Oh, the uh, alchemist. Yeah. The Castlevania Netflix. <sighs> Not new season Netflix. Yeah, he was also in White House Down, Percy Jackson, Percy Jackson, Angel Has Fallen. John Wick, John Wick 2, John yeah. Wick 3, and he's also in the upcoming John Wick 4, Resident Evil, The Wire. So yeah, he was definitely like a character player, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think Resident Evil was the only thing I've ever seen him be a lead in. 
And, and what sucks though is that you know he was the lead in there. Well, I wouldn't. I don't know because now I'm thinking about it. Sorry to cut you off. No. I don't even think he was the lead because it was so based around the daughters. But he was still a major character. Yeah. Granted, you know, even in John Wick, the receptionist was a major role. Oh yeah. But um, you know, but in Resident Evil, he had a, a, a like literally number two role, pretty much. Right. He did really well for what he was given. I'll mm-hmm. tell you that. Yeah. So he he just died, it, and um, I don't think his cause of death is known yet. But it, it, he was only sixty, and they said that um, the cops believe that it was just natural causes. I mean, at at, at sixty plus, it's not uncommon for natural causes to happen. You know, even if you're healthy, might have an underlying disease or something. Oh shit. So right here it says Stephanie Riddick. This is from the Los Angeles Times. Stephanie Riddick, his wife, okay. who who was married to the who married him and got married to him in 2011, also gave a shout out to the fans for the video game Destiny, yeah. which features Lance Reddick as the voice of Commander Zavala. According to Forbes, Destiny players have been holding virtual vigils and memorials for Riddick this weekend within the world of the game. And his wife says, to the thousands of Destiny players who played uh, in special tribute to Lance, thank you. Lance loved you as much as he loved the game. He does an amazing job in there. Like, I mean, you can tell it's Lance Riddick. He doesn't try to change his voice. It's literally just him acting, you know, regularly. But it has the, he, it has his flavor, you know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. His acting flavor and his voice acting. It's probably the best voice acting in the game. Right. You know, in my personal opinion. Yeah. So, it's unfortunate, you know. Mm-hmm. And... Drink to you. Yeah, yeah, here we go. <sighs> R.I.P. to a real one, man. That's a... I don't know. He could have been fucking dealing with something that no one knew. Like Chadwick Boseman, when he fucking died of cancer, yeah. of, uh, what was it, like fucking prostate cancer or something. He didn't fucking tell anybody. It was a personal matter. Yeah. yeah. But again, he could have just, I don't know, maybe his heart just fucking stopped. I don't know. I don't want to speculate on his death because it's not my place, but, yeah. uh, excuse me. Well, you know. Condolences to his family. You know, he, he seemed like he was a very kind person, too. So, I wonder if in um, the new John Wick, mm-hmm. if there's enough time for them to do like a in memory of, because it is coming out in seven days. Yeah. So, I wonder that would be like really nice if they were able to do that. Yeah. yeah if they're able to do that. I, I mean, I'm sure they would be, because nowadays movies aren't played on reels it's all projection now you know like, yeah like digital projection so um hopefully they can do that and if not they're probably gonna put it in the dvds yeah yeah I so more to that. yeah we'll be right back with our final segment you <laughs> 
All right, guys, and we are back from that break. Holy fuck, did I have the volume high on the receiving end for my headphones. <laughs> so, to bring everything up and end on a positive note, we're going to talk about something fucking awesome, badass, that was not guaranteed, but we're getting it anyways. That is AEW and New Japan present Forbidden Door 2. Coming to us this June, the 25th, it's a Sunday. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. At the Megadome. In Toronto, Ontario. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, guys, I'm fucking stoked. I loved Forbidden Door last year. The build to it and all, all the matches and whatnot, or like, it was like, man, It was kind of like Revolution this year, where... Uh. Where I was telling you, like, the build to it was kind of, like, mediocre. But, excuse me, the pay-per-view was great. Yeah. I really hope, I really, really, really hope this time around, they don't just rely on the pay-per-view saving the build. Mm. Like what they did with um, Revolution. Because, like, and so last year also... They were kind of like kind of cursed a little bit. It, it was called like the cursed pay per view of 2022 because a lot of matches ended up fall, falling through because of visas, guys getting sick. Uh, like there was one guy who I can't remember his name who uh, from Japan had a fever the day of his flight. Oh, that sucks. And you can't go. You know what I mean? So, anyways, June 25th, two days after my 32nd birthday. Uh, ooh, my birthday falls on a Friday this year. There you go. <laughs> Anyways, so that's how you find out. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I find out. Uh, it's because we're talking about fucking forbidden door. <laughs> so we're getting this awesome pay per view. Tickets go on sale Friday, March twenty fourth at ten a.m. Eastern time. Obviously, I'm not going because it's in fucking Ontario, Canada. Yeah. And I don't have a passport, and I don't. I just, I'm not seeing myself going. <laughs> no. But, no, go ahead. I was going to say, but if you had that kind of money and you had the passport, would you go? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I said that wrong. Hell yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, yeah, man. So, there's. I don't think there's been any matches announced yet. And I think it's far too early to announce matches. You know, we've still got a few months until then. Yeah, I'm interested to see what the buildup is going to be. Um, yeah, uh, so <laughs> I have pulled up here from clutchpoints.com three matches Tony Khan has to book for Forbidden Door 2. One of them I don't really care for, so I'm going to skip that one. Because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, whatever. It, it is what it is. It. Just it. Just All right, it. so it's uh, Los... God damn it. Ingo Mavres. Ingo. Ingo Bernables. Oh, dude, I wouldn't be able to pronounce that either. What the fuck is that? Los Ingo Mavres. In, Los in... Ingo, Bernal... Ingo Bernables. There you go. Ingo Bernables. Yeah, versus the House of Black for the AEW World Trios titles. Um... Oh! Now the, the ungovernables. Los Ingo Bernables. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, so I'm pretty sure that's like the group with like Roosh, um, 
and a couple other guys. I can't remember. I don't know. I just don't really care. <laughs> what I really want, if we scroll down here, is Britt Baker versus Mercedes Monet. So Mercedes Monet, or Monet, back in WWE, was Sasha Banks. Oh! Yeah, she let her fucking contract expire, said, fuck you, I'm out. Um, because at the time, her and Naomi were tag team champs. Okay. But WWE, like, for a long time, has just fucking sucked with the, the women's tag team division. Like, they'll just get two random wrestlers and, oh, you're a tag team now. Well, what's oh. the reason behind it? Well, it doesn't matter. Go. Go fight. And they were just, they walked in to John Laurinaitis's office and Vince McMahon and were like, they put the titles on and said, we're out. Oh, wow. They put the titles on the table and said, we're out. And they never went back. Wow. So she let her contract expire, became a free agent, and is now the IWGP women's uh, champion. Nice. Yeah. Dude, she's a great wrestler. Oh, yeah. She's awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And ever since she became a free agent, people are like, you're going to AEW, right? <laughs> you have to go to AEW. Please go to AEW. She hasn't yet. She's on a very short-term work arrangement with uh, like New Japan, and I think it's called Stardom. Uh, it's like a women's uh, wrestling company in Japan. Yeah. Now, look at If she's kind of tied up with them right now, that's fine. But you have to, have to, have to have her at Forbidden Door. You have to. Because, like, even if you don't bring her on into AEW just yet, that's the perfect introduction mm -hmm. to bringing her on. And here's the thing. You don't really need to have a massive build for that because guess what? Everybody fucking knows who she is already. Yeah. With the other people, it's your casual American audience. You might not know who Kazuchika Okada is or, or, or you know what I mean? Like, you're just not necessarily going to know, so you're going to need some introduction. You're going to like, oh, who are these guys that are coming out to challenge? And then you'll have Excalibur, you know, the, the mass commentator, yeah. run through like, oh my god, it's so-and-so from this and that, and they had this match, because that's what commentary is for. Yeah. Um, but they have here on ClutchPoints.com, Britt Baker versus Mercedes Monet for the IWGP women's title. Is that Sorry. you? Yeah. <laughs> that sounded like a fucking monster. Like growling under a fucking like drain. That was broken. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So their reasoning is as said as follows. Much like with Brody King, this match isn't too hard to imagine either. Referring to their last one, which I kind of skipped over. Um, as Britt Baker explicitly requested a match with Mercedes Monet in an interview with the New York Post. In quotes, it says, it's weird to see now that she's out in the wild. <laughs> she's not completely inaccessible in a way. These are very realistic matchups that could now happen, and I think the world is ready to see Mercedes Monet let out of the cage. What is she going to do now? I hope and pray that someday we see her in some capacity in AEW, Baker said. And if by chance I could get, or I could be in the connection too, 
I would be very, very for that. Dude, I'd be very, very for that too. I'm not even a huge wrestling fan, but I would love to see that. Yeah, so, and like that's the thing too, right? Like Britt Baker is a previous uh, AEW women's champion. Yeah. And was a champ for quite a while. And she, you could say and argue that she, even though she's not the champ right now, when you think AEW women's wrestling division, Brent Baker is probably like the first name to come to your mind. Yeah. Um, and she is like considered one of the pillars of AEW. You know, one of the younger talent holding down the fort, so yeah. to speak. You know, the other pillars are Jungle Boy, uh, Jack Perry. You've got uh, Darby, Allen, MJF. And unfortunately, they consider Sammy Guevara a pillar. Oh, God. I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> um, but anyways, I think this match has a lot of fucking really good potential. You could even have this be like a, a co-main event. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know? Um, it or would, even a main event. It would be fucking insane to see Britt Baker be the new like IWGP um women's champ because i i don't think i've seen her have much interaction like internationally at all it's, it's she's very involved within aew itself and by all means that's like awesome and great but it'd be kind of weird so you'd have to see brit travel to japan and you know do matches there or they just have to come over here but i mean if you want to make it like you, you have to have her go over there to you know kind of like play play nice and be even stevens oh yeah but I think that would be a really great match. Or you could have it where she keeps the title here and like, nah, yeah, it's gonna come over here. Right. For a forbidden door three. But then again, too, like Mercedes Monet is so <laughs> to, to quote Mugatu, so hot right now. <laughs> that damn Hansel's so hot right now. Um as soon as she became a free agent, the the, the pro wrestling world was like set up ablaze. You know, and it was huge news because everyone kind of thought she was going to be a lifer with WWE. You know, like yeah. she came up from NXT. You know, she loves Triple H and all of his guidance and everything like that. So it's like, well, I don't know. Some people are still thinking like, oh, she'll be back. Once Vince is completely removed from WWE, she'll be back. But it's like, bro. I mean, the fact that she He's, went to New Japan, that's very unlikely at this point. I mean, I, yeah, I just, I don't know. But but then again, bro, it's, it's pro wrestling and you never say never. That's true. Like, Ric Flair has retired like 17 times. <laughs> now, hopefully he's done done, you know. But, um, yeah. And so, the, net, the last one here is Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay. For the IWGP United States title. So this would be a rematch from the match that I just showed you during our break yeah. in the podcast. I think this would be pretty interesting. I think it kind of fits. I'm not so like as hyped about it as I would be for, say, Britt Baker versus Mercedes. But you want action you want fast pace you want brutality so on and so forth it's a pretty good match oh yeah pretty fucking good match i think i would also like to see, okay so like i have my own fantasy bookings okay um so 
obviously Osprey, Omega, Omega is up, you know, on the win column there. Um, Osprey clearly lost the title to Kenny. That title will have to be defended at Forbidden Door. Yeah. It'll have to be. Um, Okada. I would love to see Okada, and I was telling Brittany about this earl, uh, earlier this week. I would love to see Okada face MJF. Ooh. Company's top dog. Company's top dog. Yeah. And you know what? Okada has a whole different style that MJF hasn't really faced yet that I would be really interested to see the further evolution of MJF because before it was, oh, MJF couldn't beat CM Punk. And, you know, MJF can't hang in the Iron Man match. And, and now the new story could be, well, MJF hasn't fought someone like Okada yet. Yeah. As much as I hate MJF, he would definitely put up a good show for that. I think so. And I think, I think like he would probably frustrate Okada enough into getting like fooled or duped or something. But I would love, and I think everyone can attest to this, I would love to see MJF, MJF plant it on his ass. <laughs> and I know Okada would be the one to do that. Oh, yeah. And now, that's the interesting thing, too, is because top dog, top dog, who's going to fucking win? Yeah. Who's going to fucking win? You know? And, like, Okada ain't no chump. And I know MJF ain't no chump either. But MJF has to cheat. Okada never had to cheat. <laughs> um, oh gosh. What else? I mean, there's so many fucking... My, I'm, I'm like trying to settle my mind down right now, and I also hear the washing machine in the spin cycle as well with the fucking microphone. Um, but yeah, I, I am just super fucking excited. And there's also news now, too, that AEW has patched things over with AAA, the Mexican Lucha Libre company. Oh, uh, yeah, they're actually having um, one of like their top guy. He's going to fight Kenny on Wednesday this week, upcoming week, um, for a dream match. It was supposed to happen in 2021, but I think Kenny's injuries or something got in the way. Um, so, so it would it, it would it'll be really interesting. I'm really excited for it. The announcement happened like a few minutes or a few hours before um, Wednesday Night Dynamite happened. So I was like, holy shit, look at this. <laughs> so let us know, guys, um, in the community links and all that stuff, what you want to see in AEW versus New Japan and Forbidden Door 2. As always, guys, thank you so much for listening. My name's Nerdy Nick. Find me on Instagram at Nerdy Nick underscore 91 on YouTube under the same name and on Twitter at Buff Nerd. You can find Josh deep in the sauce or stuck in the toilet, depending on the time of the day. <laughs> this has been the N Squared Podcast, and we'll catch you guys on the next one. Later. Jesus. <laughs>